Hello again, this is Erin, the Mommy Minder. I am the mom of two. I am an infant feeding specialist and a postnatal doula, speaker, blogger, and now podcaster. <laughs> I've been working with new mothers since 2011 and have found my life's passion. Now, my first episode was uh, called Dysphoric Milk Ejection Reflex. The second one, CCK Hormone. I can't even pronounce what CCK stands for. And this one is about late onset decreased milk supply. So I guess I figured I'd get all the wordy, um, the wordy podcasts I was going to make out of the way first. I guess that's the thought. <laughs> um late onset decreased milk supply. It is a bit of a mouthful. It is a term coined by the one and only Dr. Jack Newman, who is a personal hero of mine. Um, The information I'm going to share is from a study day I attended with Dr. Jack Newman in September 2019. I found out that he was coming to the UK. He's a Canadian pediatrician. And I bought an early bird ticket last summer and then drove from Reading to Norwich for a night so that I could be there. I wasn't going to miss the opportunity. And it was so worth it. He was caring, informed, um, back to basics when it came to breastfeeding. That's his approach, is back to basics. He doesn't fall into any of the complicated stuff that goes with uh, breastfeeding. Uh, All the paraphernalia that we could add to it, the pumps. Uh, the shields, what have you, he's, you know, wishes they had never been invented. It's really um, a very strong stance he takes. So he helps us to primarily get back to the basics uh, by teaching about what good breastfeeding should look like and feel like. And it it really was so helpful to be there. Um, He just shows you video after video. This is what a baby drinking at the breast well looks like Uh, this is what one nibbling and not getting much milk at the breast looks like and so he really implanted this in the audience's brain all these videos he um all his lectures are available online um i have looked up the late onset decreased milk supply uh fact sheet page which is also very helpful and i've recently referred a couple moms to that because it is just something now that I'm starting to recognize more and more and it is quite common. He started out by showing us some slides of paintings hundreds of years old and sculptures hundreds of years old Uh, and and he did this to demonstrate that this is an age-old problem late onset decreased milk supply. Um, These paintings and the statue uh, he he showed us portrayed um, a baby who was a bit older, not a newborn, on the breast of his mother and tugging and pulling back and elongating the mother's breast so that when you look at it, you go, ooh, that must be painful. And these have been captured in um, paintings and a sculpture. Uh, I don't know where he's found them, but it really was very interesting to, to see. And he, like I said, started out by saying it's an age-old problem. So this problem has been around since the beginning of time. And it is exactly what it says it is. Late onset decreased milk supply. So mom's milk has decreased very gradually over time. 
and it usually presents itself at about three to four months in. So mom has gone on thinking she has, you know, cracked breastfeeding. It's not a problem. She's enjoying it. Baby seems to be happy. And then suddenly baby starts fussing at the breast or pulling at the breast, tugging at it. Um, little fist banging on the breast, head banging against the breast, a plateaued weight might appear, um, perhaps a change in nappy output, maybe there's not enough nappies, um, and it can happen for several reasons, and I'd like primarily to talk about the reasons that I'm coming across um, moms with this problem, so I'll, I'll just rattle off the list. Now, this was a two-hour I think it was a two-hour lecture I'm just putting into a few minutes. So I'm just explaining what it is, recognizing the problem, giving s several solutions <laughs> to the problem, and reasons for it to happen. But if you want to know more, you can just simply Google Dr. Jack Newman, late onset decreased milk supply, and read through everything in fine detail. Okay, so the list... I don't think he has in any particular order, but he starts off with uh, hormonal contraceptives or other types of hormones moms might take, using bottles more than occasionally. Uh, mom becomes pregnant while breastfeeding, could decrease her milk supply. Stretching out feeds or training baby to not feed at night would gradually over time decrease a mother's milk supply. Um, Perhaps she is in emotional shock over something that could temporarily decrease her milk. An illness, especially one that has to do with fever, um, some types of medications. Um, and the two that I want to highlight, because I'm coming across moms with these issues over and over again, are one, that the mom is feeding from one side only at each feeding and two the latch was never right to begin with so even if a mom's latch you know she's gotten the baby to latch on really well if she's only feeding from one breast at a time that breast is not being used for hours at a time and it is sending signals to the brain to slowly decrease the milk because the need is not there so, it, according to Dr. Jack Newman, it's almost inevitable that if a woman decides to just feed from one side at each feeding, that she wouldn't come across this problem a couple months in. So, it's very important because when I first did my training, um, we did recognize moms that complained of having too fast a flow or too much milk. Um, that they were overproducing and he said there's there's a big difference between somebody who overproduces milk continually to having an ample supply at the beginning so sometimes when moms complain about these problems and the baby comes off and chokes and is very upset um, she might get be given the information or the advice to do something called block feeding which is only to feed from one breast at each feeding which if it was a real serious problem, could help that problem. But it's very unusual that a mom has a continued ample oversupply, should we say. So most moms 
when the baby comes out, their bodies kind of go into overdrive a little bit, let's say. Um, the hormones based on the birth start making the milk. And she thinks that she has an oversupply when actually her breasts will settle down after a few weeks and start to make milk based on what the baby is removing rather than making her milk hormonally. So I hope I'm not, you know, bringing you into the forest <laughs> with this. Um, it's clear to me and I want it to be really, really clear to any mom, any breastfeeding mom, anyone intending to breastfeed, that this is what is the norm. Our bodies kind of go into overdrive and then they, our breasts settle down after a few weeks. That is not oversupply. That is just a mother with an ample milk supply. There's not a problem there. Yes, babies do latch on and sometimes when the letdown happens, they come off and they choke. That's not to say, like I've just stated, that some moms, very few, will have a serious oversupply problem that where their breasts never have settled down. Um, but that is quite rare. Most of the time, it's just an ample supply that will settle down and if a mom has been told to block feed, she often will go with the last thing that somebody suggested that she do, whether it be from a midwife or um, a lactation consultant or whoever. So say a mom does feel like her supply is way too much and she starts to do blocks of honey. Sometimes she carries on doing it and thinks she has to do it where actually if she did it for a day or two, it might help settle her breasts a little bit. But if a mother continues to do it, it will be inevitable that her supply will dwindle to the point where baby, the baby fussing at the breast, headbutting the breast, pulling back at the breast, is responding to a lack of flow. That is what that is. It is a lack of milk flow, and that is the baby's way of communicating that there is a problem, okay? And sometimes, because of that behavior, it exacerbates the problem. The milk flow is slow, and then baby tends to slip down on the nipple, and the latch is even worse. So the decreased milk supply itself can lead to more decrease. So this is going on a lot longer than I wanted it to, but um, how do we prevent it? We prevent it from getting the best latch possible from the start. So if anybody out there listening, you or somebody you know is not sure, get somebody with an extremely trained eye to have a look. Now, me myself, I had several health professionals look at my latch and say that everything was fine, perfect latch, but I, I was actually personally I was in pain that pain was a blessing in disguise because um, I kept asking for the help and I finally found somebody with an extremely trained eye that helped me to adjust the latch and it never changed in appearance outwardly it was just the way it felt pain is not normal <laughs> breastfeeding should not be painful I repeat breastfeeding should not be painful so if you or someone you know has painful breastfeeding, they must get in touch with somebody who's trained, um, highly trained. Um, I will mention that I am not 
medically trained myself. I am not a midwife. I'm not a lactation consultant. But all my training is in breastfeeding. And so I know what it should look like. And I know what it should feel like. And, uh, and I, I try to do what Jack Newman does. Help mothers to recognize what good breastfeeding looks like. That is my goal. So, um, so getting a good latch at the beginning, crucial. And always offer the second breast. They might not take it each time. They might be full, especially when they're little, from one side only. That's okay. That's, that's not a problem. Or if the baby takes the second breast only for a couple minutes, that's enough to keep the body in check, knowing that the need is there and to keep making the milk. Okay, I hope this has helped. Uh, you know where to go if you want to find out more information. And um, if you want to know more about me, you can visit my website, www.mummyminder.com. That's mummy, M-U-M-M-Y, like the British spelling. <laughs> Minder, M-I-N-D-E-R, all one word, dot com. Thanks for listening. And um, if anybody has any suggestions on future podcasts, I have a long list. (laughs) I'll probably never run out of subjects. But if there's something specific that anybody would like me to discuss or give my experience of, I'm very happy. Just drop me a note. Drop me a line. Okay, be well. Keep on feeding.